This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. It's IVP author Drew Jackson here, and I want to tell you about my second collection of poetry called Touch the Earth, Poems on the Way. So keep listening until the end of the episode to learn more. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is the Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemini Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament Reading Exodus chapter 14, verse 5 through chapter 15 When it was reported to the king of Egypt that the people had fled, the heart of Pharaoh and his servants was turned against the people. And the king and his servants said, What in the world have we done? For we have released the people of Israel from serving us. Then he prepared his chariots and took his army with him. He took six hundred select chariots and all the rest of the chariots of Egypt and officers on all of them. But the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he chased after the Israelites. Now the Israelites were going out defiantly. The Egyptians chased after them, and all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army overtook them, camping by the sea, beside Piharoth, before Baal Zephon. When Pharaoh got closer, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians marching after them, and they were terrified. The Israelites cried out to the Lord, and they said to Moses, Is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the desert? What in the world have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Isn't this what we told you in Egypt? Leave us alone so that we can serve the Egyptians, because it is better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Moses said to the people, Do not fear. Stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord, that he will provide for you today. For the Egyptians that you see today, you will never, ever see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you can be still. The Lord said to Moses, 
Why do you cry out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. And as for you, lift up your staff and extend your hand towards the sea and divide it, so that the Israelites may go through the middle of the sea on dry ground. And as for me, I'm going to harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will come after them, that I may be honored because of Pharaoh and his army and his chariots and his horsemen. And the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I have gained my honor because of Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. The angel of God, who was going before the camp of Israel, moved and went behind them, and the pillar of cloud moved from before them and stood behind them. It came between the Egyptian camp and the Israelite camp. It was a dark cloud, and it lit up the night so that one camp did not come near the other the whole night. Moses stretched out his hand towards the sea, and the Lord drove the sea apart by a strong east wind all that night. And he made the sea into dry land, and the water was divided. So the Israelites went through the middle of the sea on dry ground, the water forming a wall for them on their right and on their left. The Egyptians chased them and followed them into the middle of the sea, all the horses of Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. In the morning watch, the Lord looked down on the Egyptian army through the pillar of fire and cloud, and he threw the Egyptian army into a panic. He jammed the wheels of their chariots so that they had difficulty driving, and the Egyptians said, Let's flee from Israel, for the Lord fights for them against Egypt. The Lord said to Moses, Extend your hand towards the sea, so that the waters may flow back on the Egyptians, on their chariots, and on their horsemen. So Moses extended his hand towards the sea, and the sea returned to its normal state when the sun began to rise. Now the Egyptians were fleeing before it, but the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the middle of the sea. The water returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen, and all the army of Pharaoh that was coming after the Israelites into the sea. Not so much as one of them survived. But the Israelites walked on dry ground in the middle of the sea, the water forming a wall for them on their right and on their left. So the Lord saved Israel on that day from the power of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the shore of the sea. When Israel saw the great power that the Lord had exercised over the Egyptians, they feared the Lord. And they believed in the Lord and in his servant Moses. The Song of Triumph, Chapter 15 Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord. They said, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God and I will praise him, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. The chariots of Pharaoh and his army he has thrown into the sea, and his chosen officers were drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They went down to the bottom like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, was majestic in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shattered the enemy.
In the abundance of your majesty, you have overthrown those who rise up against you. You sent forth your wrath. It consumed them like stubble. By the blast of your nostrils, the waters were piled up. The flowing waters stood upright like a heap, and the deep waters were solidified in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will chase, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My desire will be satisfied on them. I will draw my sword. My hand will destroy them. But you blew your breath, and the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, fearful in praises, working wonders? You stretched out your hand. The earth swallowed them. By your loyal love, you have led the people whom you have redeemed. You will guide them by your strength to your holy dwelling place. The nations will hear and tremble. Anguish will seize the inhabitants of Philistia. Then the chiefs of Edom will be terrified. Trembling will seize the leaders of Moab, and the inhabitants of Canaan will shake. Fear and dread will fall on them. By the greatness of your arm, they will be as still as stone until your people pass by, O Lord, until the people whom you have bought pass by. You will bring them in and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance, in the place you made for your residence, O Lord, the sanctuary. O Lord, that your hands have established, the Lord will reign forever and ever. For the horses of Pharaoh came with his chariots and his footmen into the sea, and the Lord brought back the waters of the sea on them. But the Israelites walked on dry land in the middle of the sea. Miriam the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a hand drum in her hand, and all the women went out after her, with hand drums and with dances. Miriam sang in response to them, sang to the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea, the bitter water. Then Moses led Israel to journey away from the Red Sea. They went out to the wilderness of Shore, walked for three days into the wilderness, and found no water. Then they came to Marah, but they were not able to drink the waters of Marah, because they were bitter. This is why its name was Marah. So the people murmured against Moses, saying, What can we drink? He cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. When Moses threw it into the water, the water became safe to drink. There the Lord made for them a binding ordinance, and there he tested them. He said, If you will diligently obey the Lord your God, and do what is right in his sight, and pay attention to his commandments, and keep all his statues. Then all the diseases that I brought on the Egyptians I will not bring on you, for I, the Lord, am your healer. Then they came to Elam, where there were twelve wells of water and seventy palm trees, and they camped there by the water. New Testament Reading Matthew chapter 11, verses 20 through 30. Woes on unrepentant cities. 
Then Jesus began to criticize openly the cities in which he had done many of his miracles, because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! If the miracles done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more bearable for Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? No, you will be thrown down to Hades. For if the miracles done among you had been done in Sodom, it would have continued to this day. But I tell you, it will be more bearable for the region of Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. Jesus' Invitation At that time Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and have revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son decides to reveal him. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke on you and learn from me, because I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy to bear, and my load is not hard to carry. Luke chapter 7, verses 36 through 50. Jesus' Anointing Now one of the Pharisees asked Jesus to have dinner with him. So he went into the Pharisee's house and took his place at the table. Then when a woman of the town, who was a sinner, learned that Jesus was dining at the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster jar of perfumed oil. As she stood behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. She wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and anointed them with the perfumed oil. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who and what kind of woman this is who is touching him, that she is a sinner. So Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to say to you. He replied, Say it, teacher. A certain creditor had two debtors. One owed him five hundred silver coins and the other fifty. When they could not pay, he canceled the debts of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon answered, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt canceled. Jesus said to him, You have judged rightly. Then turning towards the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss of greeting, but from the time I entered she has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, 
but she has anointed my feet with perfumed oil. Therefore I tell you, her sins, which were many, are forgiven. Thus she loved much. But the one who is forgiven little, loves little. Then Jesus said to her, Your sins are forgiven. But those who were at the table with him began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? He said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and merciful God, we thank you for another day, a new day with new mercies, another opportunity to reflect on your word. God, we are so grateful that we are not alone in understanding scripture, that the Holy Spirit is illuminating these words that we read and and that we hear. And we thank you for that. We thank you that we don't have to rough it and that we're not alone, that we are in community as we study and understand your word together. God, we are reminded of so many beautiful themes, but even as we reflect on our own lives and maybe even our own struggles and our besetting sins, God, we give you praise and honor that we are not mocked even by our sins because when we have been forgiven much, we love much. And God, we are grateful for you, those of us who know the debt that we owe, who know our own weaknesses, who know our own willful disobedience at times, O oh God. We are grateful that we can confess to you and that you are faithful to forgive us and to transform us. We pray, O oh God, that we would be found like this dear woman in the scripture, praising you, pouring out our gratitude, thanking you because you have forgiven us of so many things. We thank you, O oh God, that your grace is abundant and overflowing. And we pray that in response to your abundant grace, we would respond with abundant gratitude. And that, oh God, for the times and the moments that we stand back as the religious elite, the ones who think we know better, the ones who think that we can think our way to righteousness, that our position in the church or society in some way makes us better than other people, oh God, would you rebuke us by the power of the Spirit? Would you correct us? And would you cause us to repent? More and more as we reflect on this, we feel a sense of gratitude for the way in which you remind us of just how much grace you have given to us. It is in Christ's name that we pray and give thanks. Amen. Hey everyone, it's Drew Jackson here, and I'm excited to tell you about my second book, Touch the Earth, a collection of poetry that continues what I started in my first book, God Speaks Through Wombs. Poems conversing with the Gospel of Luke through the lens of my own experience as a black man navigating American empire. Touch the Earth picks up in chapter 9 and continues through the end of Luke's Gospel. These poems are about what it looks like and feels like to journey on the way. 
when our grand ideas about love, faith, joy, and grief come down from their lofty places and get into the dirt and dust of life, where things get real and faith puts on flesh when they touch the earth. My hope is that these poems will stir your imagination, become prayers for you, and meet you wherever you are. You can get your own copy of Touch the Earth at ivpress.com. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code The Word. That's code T H E W O R D at IVPress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.